The following contest is scheduled for one fall. I've seen that man before. That's Randy Phil. The other one is some kind of half man, half monkey. It's a massive duplex and not one dragon in sight. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. It is the pay-per-view thrill. Randy Phil here. I'm running the show this week. Mikey's gave us all his shit, so we'll get to him soon. Uh, we missed a week. We're now on episode thirty or thirty-nine. I fucking don't know. I'm I'm stopping counting tracks soon. Mikey can keep going with that if he wants to. So we didn't do last week. We were fucking about with stuff. We were busy. That was the John Moxley Minaro. Oh fuck! I can't say his name. The Suzuki boy Moxley versus Suzuki. That was the week of the big Suzuki incident. So I would like to say that in protest we decided to skip a week, but. Ah, just had other shit going. So we missed that, and we missed the Rampage, which was Pac versus Andrade El Idolo, that was fucking missed from all out. Off of that, Chavo Guerrero looks as though he's been swindled. He got Andrade that win, so Pac took the loss. Andrade is now on a hot streak of 2-0 in AEW. But Chavo cheated to get my win because he's a Guerrero. He lies, he cheats, he steals. He stole Andrade the win. Andrade did not take kindly to that at all and looked as though he sacked him. Uh, right, so it's looked as though he sacked him, but Chavo is a producer for The Young Rock, the fucking TV show. I've not watched it. I might watch it. Somebody let me know if it's good. Chavo's away dealing with that. The rumour is Chavo will be back as long as he's not featured on an upcoming episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Because the rumour was Chavo's getting binned for a bit and Ric Flair might be coming in to manage Andrade. I don't even know if that was a rumour. I think that was just people online hoping that that was going to be the case. But like I said, this week has been a wild week with wrestling news and such because this was the plane ride from hell week of Dark Side of the Ring. And there's been some weird backlash about it now. I say weird, but it's all fucking justified. The weird one for me was Tommy Dreamer getting grief because he's got two ponytails. Fucking let the man work. Tommy Dreamer's a fucking good guy. Stop being wanker to him. Ric Flair got his dick out in a plane like 20 years ago. They weren't even cool with it then. They took him to court and they settled. And now it's coming up again that Ric Flair got his dick out on a plane 20 years ago but they just want to rehash it. Ric Flair got his dick out all the time. And Ric Flair had a WWE story time where he got his dick out and WWE loved it. They put that on the network until Dark Side of the Ring came out. So as long as you're not on Dark Side of the Ring, you can keep working with AEW, I'm guessing. So that's what's summed up this week. Oh, and also, AEW have made an announcement that they're teamed up with the Owen Hart Foundation, I think it's called. But it's like um, Owen's family who own the rights to all his stuff. They've sign something with AEW, so AEW are going to have an Owen Hart Cup or something, I don't know, sounds cool, a tournament, hopefully it's like a King of the Ring style, but I think it'll be split in multiple weeks, most likely, or do it as a fucking, a special, see the Dynamite specials and stuff, maybe that, and they can use Owen Hart stuff in video games and shit, which is really cool and I'm buzzing, I would love to play as Owen Hart in the upcoming AEW console game, whenever the fuck that comes out so that's a three minute rundown on anything that we've really missed from last week because this is enough rambling 
I'll throw over to Mikey. Mikey, kick us off. How did we get on with Dynamite this week? Hello, all you beautiful sweaty marks out there. You glorious shaggers. It's Mikey Mac. I am offshore buzzing to be here. Nah. Nah. And I'm ready to talk about fucking Dynamite and Rampage. So I've missed a week out of stuff. I was a bit busy drinking and having fun before I came back to work. Uh, to put anything in for the last week, but I'll run through the stuff. I'll do a really quick summary of stuff that actually I thought mattered. Go on. The um, Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes, so that kind of pushed Loved forward it. the feud that Cody... Um, I mean, Cody comes back as well. That we, that, that's, I mean, we know about this. Mm. Um, and I just all I gotta say about that is that I just really hope Malachi Black wins this. Feud. Absolutely. And we had Adam Cole, baby, kicking baby. about. Um, Brian Danielson thing starting up. Minoru Suzuki versus John Moxley. I thought it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. it was stiff as fuck. Kind of a dream match, really, isn't it? It was cool that we got to see that on a dynamite. Uh, that rampage was good. We had fucking Pack versus Andrade, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. The finish was stupid though because. I mean, you got Pack beating the living shit out of Andrade. Andrade beating the living shit out of Pack, but an iPad to the back <laughs> that wouldn't even hurt, man. Anyway, what a shit. Is Andrade slowly turning face? Nah, nah. I think he might be. You're wrong. I think he might be. Other than that, man, it was good to see Max Caster back. He's so good in the mic. I fucking love these guys. Um, I'm kind of enjoying that Brian Pillman Jr. is getting a bit of a push as well. He's getting yeah. uh, put into program with fucking MJF mm-hmm. who was brutal last week <laughs> Randy you got any thoughts about last week's Dynamite and Rampage right well he's caught me off drag he done good thanks for the rundown Mikey I've had a quick look I can't see anything that I really want to fucking brush over or that but it, it was funny that Adam Cole told off fucking Tony Schiavone for uh, getting a bit too friendly with Britt Baker but no let's crack on with this week's Dyn let's finally get into it mate so, this week's Dynamite, we had Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian. I thought it was a good match. Um, I think it's it's still weird to me seeing Adam Cole not on NXT. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll, I'll always pop for the Panama Sunrise. I'll always pop for him coming out. I love his theme tune, man. His theme song is one of my favourite themes right now. Um, along with Malachi Black, Jungle Boy's fucking... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Can't do it properly, because I'm in a... I'm in a place where people can hear me, but um, <laughs> I love nothing more than screaming it in the shower. Yeah, I mean, John Moxley's got a good theme. Getting back to the point, Adam Cole's theme's fucking great. you got the booms, you got Adam Cole, you got Bebe, you, it's great. <laughs> the only thing I wish is that he timed his, you know, his boom yeah. on the way in, and we'd fucking point himself. He's not timing that to the song. I don't know if it's just because he's not used to the song yet. Mm. He's still kind of working on NXT time, but... Hopefully, he gets that more synced up. Um, he calls out Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy. I mean, obviously, we're big marks for Marco Stunt. And, um, <laughs> I want to see Marco Stunt versus Adam Cole, but what you you can only get what you get. You know what you, I mean? That's it, mate. Anyway, he calls him out for a, for a trios match, and he says the super click is back, baby. So that's fucking class. We're doing a slow build, Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega here, and I'm so into it, so into it. What do you make of this? I can't remember if it you if it's you I've been speaking to or if it's mother mates, but somebody is definitely pushing all the time that it's going to be Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega for the belt. I don't think fucking Kenny Omega's holding this belt for much longer. And if that is the case, is is Adam Cole going to turn that quick? That's wild. 
It'd be cool if it did happen, maybe, but I think Kenny is taking time off soon and dropping the belt to Brian Danielson. Nah, because then what do you do with him? He wants to do the G... Is he even in the G1? I don't know, fuck it. But he wants to fight New Japan. I don't think he'll give him the belt and then let him go fight Japan. That's weird. Um, Adam Cole taking the belt? That could be cool. I'll look on the brighter side of it. I'll be buzzing. I'll, I'll be hyped. But did you even cover this match? Adam Cole pumped Frankie Kazarian. We didn't pump him. We won with a fucking... Was it Shining Wizard or the Knee? Whatever one it is, but a clean win. So, Frankie, the elite hunter, is still shite at his job. He's got to get future endeavoured soon because he is not hunting any elite at all. He's a Brandon Cutler ass kicker. That's what he does. But that's Adam Cole now. 1 0, baby. And you're also wrong about his theme tune. The Undisputed Era one with the fucking booms has been his best one, timing wise and everything. Love that one. Tell him to get the finger out and get the timing correct for this team and it'll be an absolute banger mate then we had mjf uh having a segment with brian pullman jr uh mjf kind of doing the whole randy orton eddie's in hell shtick <laughs> that he did with fucking Rey mysterio total cunt maneuver do you think brian pullman's gonna win this feud i think he might nah, it's a no weird chance. one because they're always trying to push him as a singles guy so he kind of needs the win but i think there's going to be three matches in this feud, and I think uh, MGF's going to win two of them. A two? What do you think? I'm hoping for a fucking one and done. Let MGF beat the piss out of Brian Pillman and put him back into the fucking tag team with Griff Garrison for another while. Then Brian Pillman turn on Griff Garrison. You need fucking tag teams to turn. Has any tag teams turned on each other yet in AEW? They all seem to be like pretty strong or amicably split up i want to see some cunt getting their head put through a barbershop window do a really good breakup angle a big betrayal breakup in fact i'm wrong but i'm not wrong on aw dark joy janela and sunny kiss they were a fucking sturdy tag team for a bit six months maybe and now they are feuding they eh, i think joy janela turned on sunny kiss and now he's whipping them Again, that's fucking, that's AEW Dark. Nobody watches AEW Dark unless you go to the AEW Dark show. But I'll circle back around to what I'm saying. MGF is going to beat the piss out of Brian Pillman Jr. Or Wardlow will... I know, I think MGF will win. Wardlow will fuck about with something and then that'll tease more of Wardlow turning. And it'll be cool to see when Wardlow does turn. That needs to be soon, man. But what else we got, mate? What else, Mikey? We had FTR versus Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Whatever happened to Top Flight? Uh, the brothers the fucked. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Anyway, FTR won with a big rig. And I'm glad they got a win because FTR needing a bit of a rub. But how fucking boring was this match, man? So fucking boring. <laughs> um, The match done fuck all for me. It's good seeing FTR back on telly again because they were off for a while and that was even before Cash Wheeler fucked his arm I'm I'm guessing it's Cash Wheeler I don't fucking know I think I get the name different every time I say it but before he fucked his arm they weren't on TV much at all and I'm happy seeing them but this match done fuck all for me the top flight brother can't remember his name he is fuck I'm sure but I don't know why they didn't do Matt and Mike Seidel maybe I don't know but it didn't seem as though much was happening chemistry wise but 
that's probably what they were wanting you to say, like, oh, Seidel, Martin, brother combo, they're not a real tag team, they're tag teams, but they're not tag teams with each other, so they've not got the same chemistry. So FTR pumped them in a bang average match. I wonder if this is them trying to build FTR's wins up to try and get them for the next tag title match, or work them into the number one contenders, try to boost them up there in a good time. Let's talk about it. I alluded to it earlier on. Yeah. The Suzuki incident. It happened. This is such a fucking good meme, man. <laughs> so it's a bit in Suzuki's theme, uh, where the crowd chant along. I, I I haven't written the Japanese in front of me, but it's like Kaze Nari Ka or something Kaze like that. Nari. And um, they cut the theme song in last week's match between Moxley and Suzuki. Uh, they cut it just before they got the chant, so they were fucking raging. But some big sweaty mark on Twitter completely lost his shit and was referring to it as the Suzuki incident <laughs> and how it was a disgrace. And WWE, sorry, AEW, fucking, I was just done a fucking JR there. Uh, AEW realised they'd fucked up and they've just made it a fucking running meme. And I think that's great. It's really good crack. It's good for them to be like, look, yeah, we fucked up, and then give them it later on. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see they took it in their stride and fucking everybody was reacting to it. But um, it's maybe got Suzuki a couple more matches because they got a match this week, didn't they? Is this what you're fucking going on to next, probably? And he's also fucking teaming with Lance Archer for a tag match. Oh, this week coming. So next episode. Oh, okay, Mikey, where were we going with that? Got a segment with Malachi Black. So I talked about this earlier on. Cody comes back here. Um, an appearance from Rosario Dawson, the actress. Uh, you might recognise her from The Mandalorian or Daredevil or maybe, I don't know, a show Daredevil. for people who aren't total geeks. She was like a me. nurse. Um, but apparently she's also a colleague of Cody on his game show that nobody gives a fuck about. Oh, shit show. Um, Cody comes back. He's dressed like a colourblind leprechaun. <laughs> Um, and then they kind of have a wee stramash through the crowd. And, I mean, like it was alright. Kind of looking forward to seeing these guys fight again. I want Malachi Black to win, but he's not going to fucking trip Triple H. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is going to win. Ah, Malachi Black will do it. Fucking Malachi Black hitting him with a blackout. Or Black Mass, sorry, Blackout's Lance. This is fucking, give it a fucking... <laughs> it's no name. Hitting him with the unnamed move, the move formerly known as the Black Mass. That'd be fucking great, man. <laughs> How are you feeling about this feud going forward? Well, that match, I think, is going to be happening the same night as the tag match, is it? Or that fucking Texas Tornado tag match is happening on Rampage, and this might be... Sorry, this match is definitely Dynamite. This Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Yeah, just give Malachi Black another win, unless Cody does something cool on a return. Like, makes a big fucking song and dance. Or let him make a big grand entrance and then Malachi Black just fucks him up with that spinning heel kick again. Malachi Black, give him the win and give him a fucking push as a bad bastard. I don't even know if he's considered a heel because cunts love him. As the bad bastard. And then make him fight Pac for bastard on a pole match. So then we get Dan Lambert, an American top team, and you've got Paige Van Zandt in an AEW ring. You'll love to see it. <laughs> Fucking excellent heel work. And he's got a programme now with the Inner Circle. I'm quite excited about it. Jeff Chris Jericho coming out interrupting him. I'm excited for this, man. Fucking get some UFC stars on there. 
have a big fucking daft match between the Inner Circle and the American Top Team. Be fun. There'll be a lot of fucking daft fun bollocks. I love daft fun bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing to add, mate. It'll be alright. I'm not fucking excited or buzzing for it. It'll be what it'll be. Whatever. Jade Cargo versus Legit Layla Hirsch. Now, Jade wins this, but it was a surprisingly competitive match. Uh, Layla Hirsch got a fair bit of fucking offense in. Interesting, I think she's... I can't think of anyone else who's put that much offense in against Jade. Well, at least on the big telly shows. I don't really watch Dark. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, They obviously see a bit of a future with Layla Hirsch. And Jade won. Not much else to say. (laughs) Yeah, I did not pay attention to this match at all because I couldn't be arsed. I don't... I don't think there was like anything story related for these two fighting other than they had a wee bit of scuffle in the fucking casino battle royal with cheese. So I didn't give a fuck. It was a match for the sake of being a match. Done fuck all for like rankings or story development. So that's all you're getting for me. So we've got Taz and CM Punk facing off. Taz and Hook are calling out CM Punk because he took their jarb. <laughs> He's sitting at the fucking commentary desk and Taz's like, You took my job. Fucking Hobbs sneaks up, does a sneak attack, and then they beat the shit out of Punk and they batter him through a fucking announce table. Love it. I fucking love it. And you just know that this is going to be a callback and you're going to get fucking Darby and Sting helping out. Will you? Oh, maybe. And Brian Cage is going to have to play into it. Oh my god. That's it. Uh... Brian Cage plays into it as well. Because you have. Starks, Hook, Taz, and fucking um, Hobbs versus Cage, Darby, Sting, and CM Punk. Oh, mate. Book it, Tony. (laughs) Book it. Yeah, I'm fucking more excited for this than I thought I was going to be because this was a shock one. I know you see online that Punk said, I think, that he would like to work with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage. So now he's got to be fucking closer with it. I don't think Darby and Sting will get involved. Maybe it'll just be like a straight kind of tag team-ish. If uh, CM Punk keeps getting fucking outnumbered and beat on or beat off and uh, Brian Cage just shows up to even the numbers, that'll be cool. Or kind of even. Because Hook will still be kicking about. Put Hook in a match already. The people want Hook. I was checking the rankings as well earlier before I fucking started recording. Powerhouse Hobbs is ranked number two. That's crazy. So if he fucking, like, doesn't get beat then, not even winning, just doesn't get beat and he stays about there, we could have Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs soon. But I don't know how AEW like to book big bastard monster heel against big bastard monster to heal that'd be cool, I'd be fucking buzzing for that hopefully we get that soon I think number one was fucking Orange Cassidy again but I could be wrong back to CM Punk though CM Punk versus Team Taz loving it Um, Powerhouse Hobbs goes to do a fucking power slam what was that, a gorilla press slam I think it was to CM Punk through the announcer's table and it was kind of like a similar situation with the Ryback thing for years ago where goes to slam him and the table doesn't fucking break really and fucking goes to the side. So CM Punk's fucking out injured again. Not really, but it's good for the internet, isn't it? 
Speaking of Darby Allen, we've got Darby versus Sean Spears. This was a decent match, actually. Sean Spears is going to be a jobber to the stars for his whole career. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, he's never going to win anything. Nah. He's a boy. He's an absolute <laughs> boy. Um, what do you think about this, right? I feel like Darby Allen's dive to the outside is the only one that looks fucking like a legit offensive maneuver. Oh, yeah. Except maybe the the Lucha Bros do throw themselves quite hard. But Darby, fucking Jesus, he fucking sandbags you when he comes out. Aye. What do you make of that? Can you think of any other dives, people that actually make a dive look fucking sore and not just... Just because you've said it. Impressive. Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix has got the best. Darby takes the wing and win in this match. Is it just with a fucking coffin drop? FTR jumped to the ring. Gee, that bastard sting a spike pile driver. And then Tully Blanchard comes in and takes the face paint off Sting. I remember this is all a thing building now, isn't it? We're going to get a... Well, we think we're going to be getting a Tully Blanchard and Sean Spears, probably, versus Sting and Darby Allen. That'll be another cool match. And the thing is, if fucking Sting and Darby win that one again, they need to be in the running for the tag team title belt soon because their ranking system is abysmal. And there is fucking no chance, no chance that the Butcher and the Blade deserve to fucking be the first people to challenge the Lucha Brothers. That is absolute bullshit, right? They won fucking two matches in the space of a week, but they've not wrestled in seven months. Abysmal, what are you doing, Tony? So Darby and Sting will get the revenge at some point on Tully, Sean, and possibly the rest of the Pinnacle. Up next, Tony Schiavone is in the ring with Brian Danielson. One day, I will have enough confidence to say his name the way he does. But until then, um, good to see they've gave Tony the Shagger a bit of a break. He's now been running about doing 20 interviews in one night, so the Cardio King can rest up. Brian Danielson is about to get some words in until... For a change, he gets interrupted by Don Callis and Kenny Omega. Don Callis comes out saying, Who the fuck do you think you are? You can't just be demanding title matches. Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniel, fuck! <laughs> Whatever his name is, says, It's not about the fucking belt. Not today, anyway. Today, it's just about whooping the ass of Mr. Kenny Omega. The crowd gets fired up. It calls Don Callis a piece of shit a couple of times. I forgot this week's Dynamite was just like a lot of swearing. That, that I repressed a lot of it. That's how disturbed I was. Brian Danielson? Oh, fuck knows. I'll get it or I won't, right? Um, he got under the skin of Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Kenny gets fired up and says, You want a fucking match next Wednesday? You've got a match next Wednesday. So it is a non-title match. So I'm cool. I'm not uh, hung up on that anymore. It's just a standard match. They did announce it and I just forgot and got myself fucking pissed off for no reason. So next week, singles match, Kenny Omega versus Mr. Brian. Mikey, have you got thoughts on this, mate? So Kenny Omega has accepted Brian Danielson's challenge for a fucking title match. It's and not... this is going to be an absolute barnstormer and i can't wait you're fucking need this to wait money it's not right 
So when Mikey says me shit, he's like, yeah, right, Andy, you fucking, you run through this. I've just got one line that I want to say for it. And he fucked up his one line. Fucked up his one line. Fucked up his own notes. It's not a title match. Do not get the hopes up. Do not sell this dynamite false advertising. We cannot deal with another lawsuit. I need to stop getting my dick out. That's the problem. Right. No title match. I, I don't even want to edit it. Sorry. Mikey, fucking take us away. You fucked us up. Take us away, mate. So now it's time for your main event. Here we go. We've got Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus 2.0. This was not a long match. I mean, wait, have, have 2.0 even won a match on telly? <laughs> Am I being daft? Um, pass. Anyway, they must be winning on Dark or something, right? Like, they must be winning. Anyway, Suzuki and Archer come out afterwards, and they they got the chant in. They fixed the Suzuki incident. Right. Um, and then Archer sneak attacks Eddie, and we get Ulstermash wrestling through the crowd. This is a feud I'm fucking really here for. I'm excited for this. It's four guys who can absolutely go. Oh, man, it's going to be fucking violent. Oh, I hope it's like no DQ. Oh, mate. I'm excited. I'm actually excited. It's going to be fucking brilliant. It's going to be bonkers. What about you? What what are you expecting out of this fucking feud? You excited for it? You into it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be fucking a crazy match. I think it is like a no DQ or some sort. I don't know if they're calling it a fucking Texas tornado or some shit, whatever it is, wherever they're fighting. I think it is a dodgy rules tag team match. Is Lance Archer still the fucking IWGP US champ, or has he fucking lost it already? Because otherwise you'd be fucking raging if you are John Moxley, right? Having that belt, fucking defending it for so long on Dynamite and overseas, is that even right? It should be. Fucking get beat on a weekly episode of Dynamite against Lance Archer, then maybe not even a month later, two months, he's fucking lost the belt like a fanny. Maybe he's got it. Maybe I'm talking rubbish. But it's going to be a fucking good match. I'm glad to see Lance Archer's getting on telly again. Because now the fucking roster is becoming a problem. There's so many guys you're missing out on. The likes of fucking the original guys for Dynamite. Your fucking Dark Order boys. Your Lance Archer. I want to see more of these guys popping up. But it's going to be a fucking fantastic tag team match. Lance Archer and uh, Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki, they're in a faction, or Suzuki's got a faction in Lance Archer's party, so they're not fucking, they're not strangers, so I think they boys could get a win, a dominating win. Lance Archer beasting Moxley and Kingston once more. But the tag match, fucking Moxley and Kingston, they must have beat them, did they? Ah, yeah, was it that fucking half and half, the Exploder, Suplex and Lariat, Moxley pinned Parker 2.0. The only thing 2.0 are winning is the BTE title on BTE on fucking YouTube. That's the only spoilers you've got there. They're in possession of the belt. I think it's the Parker boy, Jeff Parker, he's got a belt. That's all they're winning. They're winning fuck all on Dynamite, less on Rampage, and fuck knows about Dark. So that's dynamite. Are we going straight on to Rampage? So this is Rampage. Yes, we are. Uh, we've got Butcher and the Blade versus the Lucha Bros. Fucking Butcher's back, man. Happy days. Um, this is a good, solid match. Um, Phoenix, man, he's fucking my boy. I was 
jizzing for him. You know what, like. <laughs> um, do you know what? The one negative for this is that negative one. We had that spot where the the heels are trying to rip off the fucking masks. Of You're not like that. And I'm finding this a bit boring now in AW. It it kind of loses all its like. It kind of loses all its, I don't know, meaning, all its kind of um, impact. The appeal. When you're doing it every match. Every match with the Lucha Bros, someone's ripping their fucking mask off. It's like, we get it. You yeah. wear masks. Um, we get it. Your heels, you don't respect it. And I just don't want to hear people say again, like, oh, this is the biggest sign of disrespect. We fucking know. Aye, aye. We've heard that a few times now, mate. Do aye. something else heelish. Spit on them. Kick his dick. Kick him in the balls. There we go. I just don't want to keep seeing the masks get ripped. Now and again, right, quality. But, I mean, Rey Mysterio's mask, I've, genuinely, I think that I can remember, I could count it on one hand how many times his mask has been torn off. (laughs) Once. But maybe I'm talking shit. Yeah. I'm always talking shit. Always, mate. What did you make of this match, mate? How are you feeling about this uh, gimmick I'm on, about the heels tearing off the mask? Have you noticed that it's getting that they've been doing it a lot? Or is this just something you don't really give a fuck about and I'm just moaning as usual? What are you thinking? I think you are always a moaning bastard, to be fair. And I didn't notice it, but see when you said the, the line on commentary, they use, oh, that's the ultimate sign of disrespect in Lucha Wrestling. I do remember that. I've heard that a few times now. So, yeah, you're right. Fucking stop mentioning it on commentary then or just stop going for the mask. I'm trying to think of the fucking Rey Mysterios. I could only think of Eddie, but I think Chris Jericho might have done it once, and maybe CM Punk, and I'm not sure. See, you're so upset about the masks in this match. I'm upset that the Butcher and the Blade got the fucking number one contender spots like two and a half weeks ago, because I think the rankings are updated after every Rampage and Dynamite now. The rankings aren't updated weekly, so it's like twice a week they get done. And a week and a half ago, the Butcher and the Blade weren't even in the ranking system. They've got a 2021 overall ranking of, I think it was 5-0. and Then when the Butcher returned a week and a half ago, they had two matches on Dark and Dark Elevation or something. And they've bumped up their record to about 7-0 or 8-0. And, like, went from not ranked to number one contenders. Is MD paying attention to these fucking rankings? Am I like fucking Charlie Faye? It's always sunny with the wall all fucking marked up with the rankings because I'm the only one fucking paying attention to this. That's what's pissed me off. But the Lucha Brothers win. They've got the belts. Fuck knows who their next number one contenders will be. If Darby and Sting beat FTR on Dynamite, I want them to be the new number one contenders. So we're on to Dark Order's Anna J versus Matt Hardy's HFO Goose, <laughs> the bunny. Anna J wins. Forgettable match. There's an altercation after. Yawn. Right. I don't give a fuck. Apologies. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck. What'd you make of it? Yeah, is that, was this just fucking leading on from the carry-on at the Battle Royale when the bunny tried to get Anna J in a fucking team to help each other win or something i don't know it was shite but we're on since we're on the matt hardy stuff now i don't think we're getting back to him today anyway but matt hardy is challenged Orin cassidy a hair versus hair match i did not know about this i heard about it but i can't remember hearing it on dynamite or rampage or whatever 
But yeah, it's going to be fucking wild. There's no way Orange Cassidy's walking about with a baldy, right? He's already looking like a fucking skinny wee runt. Sticking the Kojak look on him is just fucking hurtful and mean. So it's going to be fucking funny to see Matt Hardy walking about bald, and I hope it gives him some sort of complex personality-wise and we get another Broken Matt Hardy spin-off. Crack on, what's next on the Rampage, Mikey? Okay, Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy have a bit of a fucking segment here. Who was the dude, by the way? I fucking missed it. Was it just a fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah I think so, Because right. he was dressed up like Orange Cassidy, but it was, a, it was a big unit of a lad, and he had a big long ponytail, and they cut off his ponytail. And do you know what, man? You see if they offered to cut my ponytail. I don't have a ponytail. <laughs> I say I had a ponytail and I was in the crowd and they're like, yeah, mate, do you mind just coming in the ring and letting Matt Hardy cut this off? I'd be like, fucking too right. I'm fucking too right, man. Get me on, get me on the telly. This is fucking rampage. What you, would you make of this, bollocks? Yeah, I've just fucking done my part on Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, hair versus hair. So I'm just going to fucking skip on and again, what is next? Right, so we've got Ruby Soho with Tony the Shagger. Shame. And then Britt Baker comes down and we get a face-off. And it's a fucking great face-off. Can it be asked? I think Ruby rose to the occasion here. I mean, obviously Britt's got a lot of charisma and she's got all the fans behind her. Ruby comes in with all the fans behind her as well, but to really rise up and show that she's good on the mic and that she can hold her own, it was good. It was good. I also like the fact that they just like they, they mentioned that she was fired. They fucking addressed it and brushed over it and it's gone now. Because I think you need to do it. I guess they didn't do it with Miro, but you you know what I mean. Yeah. It worked here and it because she's this underdog and blah blah blah. blah right. Blah, blah, blah. Loved it. Loved this segment. I think do you know do you know what's funny? Because I always looked as like I always looked at you know how you got some people and they're they're, they're just destined to fight forever. Sammy, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah. They're going to fight forever. Sammy right? Owens, aye. Fucking Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, right? Um, you, you know what I'm trying to say. People are just destined to be rivals. So I have thought Bret Baker's was Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Because th- that match they did, the Lights Out one. I was just like, yeah, these two. But th- th- I've got the vibes here, man. i got the vibes that you can make this work as a... One you can always drop back in on. Mm. I just hope the match lives up to it, man. If the match lives up to it, they got chemistry. This is one to watch for years, I think. What do you make of it? Well, I hope you're right about it, mate, because I really cannot be arsed getting too interested in this. And I'm not spending my energy on this match. Cannot be arsed. So I'm not going to fucking focus on any build-ups. If the match delivers, it fucking delivers, and then I'll get a glowing review then. But until then... Next, it's time for your main event. You love Fuego that. del Sol versus God's favorite champion Miro. Miro wins, right? <laughs> That's the long and the short of it. Yeah. Uh, and when he wins, he wins Fuego's new motor. Wrestling's fucking great in it, man. Imagine being like, right, okay, uh, you can challenge for my belt, but I want you to put your fucking new motor on the line. It's like, <laughs> all right, mate, I'll do that. And then the bad guy wins the motor. <laughs> um, <laughs> then he shoves the fucking keys and big massive lanyard right into Fuego's mouth and puts Aye. him in a game over. And you get Sammy Guevara come out for the save. Guevara's the next challenger for the TNT title, probably. What do you make of that? I'm looking forward to, I think, a good few matches. I feel like they're going to put the belt on Sammy, though. And uh, uh, I, 
think I'll be gutted watching me all lose the belt. What you reckon? Oh, also, oh. also, do you think if Sammy does win the belt that he'll change it from the um, Celtic belt that we got just now? Aye. Right, so a lot to get through there. Another fucking rematch, Miro versus Fuego. How come we got that rematch, but I don't think we got the Miro-Eddie Kingston rematch, the one that we deserved? I don't think we got it last week. Maybe we did and I've just fucking blacked it out. But I would have rather have had that one. This one's fun, it was cool, but it was more story building for a Fuego, eh, not a Fuego, a fucking Sammy Guevara versus Miro for the TNT belt. It was heavily implied, it wasn't, that was it, it was heavily implied. I don't think Sammy will win the belt unless Fuego gets involved and screws over Miro. That's the only way he'll get the belt, but I want to see Miro have the belt for fucking ages to come still. Or maybe give him the fucking AEW title shot because he's on a good fucking win-loss record. And what are the rules? Can the... TNT champ challenge for the AEW belt I don't know, get back to me on that one and I think when Miro does lose the belt that whoever gets the belt will get the black strap TNT bog standard belt and I hope they do customise them as per champion if somebody's got something cool they would like to do fair enough, fucking do it it's there to be used and I think that is it for the Rampage for this week, unless I throw it back to Mikey and he just shits all over me. But because we're on Rampage now, I've seen something online, I don't know if it's true or not, but the rumour was Ricky Starks is going to be replacing Mark Henry on commentary for Rampage. That's fucking, that's a weird one. Is Ricky Starks injured or anything? Is is there a reason why he would be on commentary? Is he just fucking that good in the booth that they want to put him there? Or, oh, it's just got to be more fucking story building, in it? I think that'll be more story building so that CM Punk or Brian Cage fucks up Ricky Starks when he's on commentary. Similar to what they've done on Dynamite with CM Punk on commentary until he gets Gorilla Press slammed onto a fucking... A table that's not a work table. It's a fucking solid table. Get it up, you see him, punk. But is that it for Rampage? Mikey, have you got anything else? Are we on to predictions now? Right, mate. So looking ahead, what have we got? Uh, we've got the Malachi Black Cody Rhodes match. That's coming up. Uh, in my head, right, so my heart says Malachi Black has to win this. But I know that Cody's going to win. No. Nah. God, I really don't want him to win. What do you reckon? I'm, I'm going to take Malachi Black, but what do you reckon? Yep, we already covered it. Malachi Black, I hope he's getting it, mate. Next Rampage, we've got Suzuki and fucking Archer versus Eddie and John Moxley. Ooh. And I've just checked. You know how I said that one? It'd be a no DQ thing. It's a fucking lights out match. Oh, is it lights out? That nice. is going to be most of the fucking show, if not... <laughs> It won't be all of it, but it'll be fucking... Oh, like, it's a two-hour show. It's going to be a half-hour match. It's a two-hour show. And it's going to be fucking amazing, and I cannot wait. Who wins it? I think Suzuki and Archer are going to win it. They'll pin Eddie, but I think I think that's what's going to happen. What do you think? Yeah, I think Lance Archer and Mr. Suzuki will win. Um, I was shouting there, I forgot, Rampage coming up is going to be a two-hour Rampage, a fucking special episode. 
So yeah, that'll be a big fucking that could be a fair fucking shout for a match, a big long match for that one. Nice. Buzzing. Get pumped for a two hour rampage on Friday, folks. I think it's still got to be pre recorded because AEW absolutely boil my piss with the recordings. Yeah, so other stuff coming up, we've got fucking Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega for the belt. Who wins this, mate? It's Brian Danielson's fucking debut match. See if you lose his debut match. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're going to put the fucking strap on him, man. I think they're going to put the strap on him, and that's going to push forward this Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega thing. And they're going to be like, look, you're fucking gash, Kenny, right? Mm-hmm. I would never have lost it. Have that feud going for ages, right? And then get Hangman to win the belt off of um, Brian Danielson. And then you can do the fucking Kenny Omega Hangman thing that way. <sighs> I don't like it as much that way, actually. But I feel like that's what's going to happen. But I don't think... Maybe the hangman part, get rid of all that. But the Adam Cole stuff, at least. I think Danielson's going to win it. And Adam Cole is going to start his feud with Kenny. What do you think? Right, mate. You've done a fucking load of talking there. But the first thing you said was Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega for the belt. And I'm 100% sure it's not for the belt. And I'm not going to make you look like a dick because I already done that earlier and you just done it to yourself again. But fair enough, he'll be going off his own notes and his notes will say fucking AEW Championship match, but he's fucked up. It's not a belt match. And then anything you said after that, the big fucking feud with Kenny Omega and Adam Cole, baby, and whatever hangman's getting involved. I heard the names, but I lost my concentration because I was too busy focusing on... This isn't a fucking title match, dickhead. <laughs> so, I think... I think Brian Danielson will win it because it's a non-title. If it's a non-title, if it is a title, then I look like a dick. Happy days. Ruby Soho and Britt Baker. What are we thinking, man? Right. Britt Baker. I think Britt's got to win it. Right. Yeah. How do you do it so that it's not going to hurt Ruby? Do you do screw finish? Or do you do time limit draw? Either way, this isn't going to be their only match, is it? There's going to be a rematch after this. I think it's going to be a time limit draw. That's my shout. My left field shout. What are you thinking? I just think Britt Baker's going to win outright. Probably it will be screw, but I don't think it will be. I don't think they'll do a screw. I mean, I think Britt Baker will go over clean. Ruby Soho will mince about for a few months. Then she might get a rematch. You would need to ask, why does she get a rematch? Maybe fucking Rebel or is it Jamie Hater? One of the two. Maybe if one of the two get involved in some sort of way, then if either of them fuck off, she'll get a rematch. But I don't give a fuck. Just give me a good match, please. And that is me for this week. Two weeks worth of fucking shit. <laughs> and I crammed it in. I feel like I've done this short and sweet yeah. for once. yeah. Um, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of fun doing this, actually, they, and there's a lot of stuff going on. AW's so exciting, this is such a good time to be a, a wrestling fan. Can I just say before we go, Big E winning the belt on WWE, oh my god, does that make me happy. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns is fucking killing it. To, uh, to be honest, man, I'm only watching Roman Reigns, uh, Big E, and 
that's it, really, on WWE. I'm kind of fast-forwarding everything else. I'm hating this Becky Lynch stuff right now, man. And it You're pains me to say to. that because... She's a heel. I mean, you know I love her. She's one of my favourite wrestlers <laughs> ever. I've got a fucking signed photo. I, I, I love her, right? She's great. But they're kind of fucking her over here, I think. And the Bianca Belair stuff, the SummerSlam thing... She comes back and she fucking batters her and squashes her in 30 seconds or whatever. <laughs> They've just fucking fucked her, haven't You're they? fucked There's on me! Vince being like, oh, let's do a swerve. It's just, he shoots his own foot. But in saying that, he's done such a good thing giving it the Big E and putting him on Raw back of the New Day. God almighty, if you break the New Day <laughs> up now and make him go heal, i fucking... I'll have to do a Seth Rollins and burn it down. That's all I can do, mate. There's nothing else you can do. Just have to set the world on fire. I'm <laughs> rambling now. WWE's kind of up in its game slowly. Um, but yeah, AEW's so exciting to watch. I can't wait for all these matches, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited for every single one. Anyway, thanks for putting this together, Randy. Thanks for all you listeners at home. No Love worries. you all. Um, that's me out. Mikey Mac. Out. Thank you very much, Mikey. So, we've got a couple of matches that we need to fucking brush back over again. So, I'm going to do a cut and I'll be back in a second. Right, that cut was fast as fuck, boy. Um, whenever Mikey was saying about don't split the new day, the new day again, I just remembered that there is an upcoming WWE draft happening in the next few weeks. I didn't know if it was tonight, if it was this Monday. Because I'm recording fucking very late. But it's not. It is a week on Friday from Smackdown, I think. It's the October the 1st edition. So maybe they'll fucking split the new day again. It might happen. Hopefully not. They'll probably not split them and then fucking turn one of them. Because sports entertainment, that's why. Otherwise, in WWE, I don't think I'm interested in much it's the same as what Mikey was saying except Brock Lesnar and the uh, Paul Heyman stuff I loved that when the they teased that Heyman's with Brock again Brock is fucking so over as a face with his top knot and his ponytail cunts love it and the beard still sounds like a fucking idiot whenever you give him the mic it's funny just the voice it just doesn't match but uh, I love Brock <laughs> well I need to watch what I say in case I get cancelled now because I think after the plane ride from hell episode Brock did not come off good on it Dustin, I don't know if they say they came off poor or what but uh, a lot of people's futures might be um might be in in trouble maybe I don't know, just um we'll see if that episode has any impact on big plans for the likes of Brock Lesnar or if Ric Flair was going to AEW or what we'll see, we'll see what's happening in the coming weeks, what damage has been done long term and I was saying this to Mikey, he's not seen the dark side of the ring, he's still working on it, he's trying to get hot of it I watched it and I'm just not enjoying the dark side of the ring episodes, I watched the Brian Pillman one, the two parter, loved that I've tried watching a couple just like in between and I just can't get into them. I put this plane ride from hell on and I was so bored. Maybe I'm just being a dick, but I couldn't get into it. And last thing before I sign off, Mikey half-arsed his attempt with the match card for next week because he kept fucking announcing Daniel Bryan is taking on Kenny Omega. 
in a title match. So I'm going to get the quick match card for Dynamite and what we have for Rampage and we'll see what we got, man. Okay, the full match card as of Monday the 20th for Dynamite and Rampage. Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson on Dynamite. Non-title match. We've got that covered. CM Punk's going to have an interview on Dynamite before he fights Powerhouse Hobbs on Rampage. So, CM Punk interview on Dynamite. Also, Cody Rose versus Malachi Black. We got that one. And the MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. match. MJF's winning it all day long. All day, every day. Uh, the AEW Women's Championship match on Wednesday. Britt Baker versus Soho. And also on Wednesday, we have FTR versus Sting and Darby with Tully Blanchard in the corner of FTR. That'll be a cool one. I hope FTR win. And then that can still like set up another tag match for Sting and Darby versus Tully and Sean Spears rather than letting fucking Darby and his da rattle through the pinnacle. Don't I see them fucking pump the pinnacle every week and then have a tag match then? That's shite. So, we've got that all on Wednesday and on Friday night Rampage, the special two-hour Rampage. Fuck me, we've got more matches announced for Rampage than we do Dynamite. We're powering through it. First match here, Powerhouse Hobbs versus CM Punk. I didn't realise that's how soon this match was. Um, I will take CM Punk. Mikey's taking hook for that match. <laughs> Then we've got the lights out that we've discussed. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer. Next up, is it an eight-man tag match? It could be Lucha Brothers and Santana and Ortiz versus The Private Party, The Butcher and The Blade. So it's fucking Matt Hardy's boys. Uh, also, we have Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford. Slight variation for that fucking match that we just watched on Rampage and can't be arsed with, but it'll be fine. Then we have a trios match. Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, the super elite, the one that you're talking about, Mikey, will be taking on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express on Friday. And the final match that we've got announced for Friday on Rampage is the Men of the Year, Scorpio Sky and your man, Ethan Page taking on Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Dan Lambert must be in the corner of many of the year for this match, I think. So, yeah, fucking four hours at AEW this week. Lucky us. Or fucking like eight if you watch Dark and Dark Elevation, but nobody watches Dark and Dark Elevation. If you do, get in touch with us at the show and give me fucking grief about it. Tell me that I'm wrong and it's the best wrestling you've ever watched. Otherwise, keep your fucking mouth shut. But that's us for another week. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for joining us. Go check us out in the link tree, Snapdragon Duplex. Get us on the website. Get us on Twitter. Fucking follow me on Twitch. Do all the good stuff. Send us your emails. And buy our merch. And we'll speak again next week. Mind what you're doing. <laughs>